Box Cutters, episode 15. My name's Josh Canal. We've got a great show for you tonight, today, whenever you're bloody listening to it. I don't know. Giggling a little bit to my left, Mr. Ross McQueen. Hey, hey. And almost directly in front of me this week, Brett Cropley. Evening, viewers. It's very warm in Melbourne today. It is. It's very nice being right in front of Josh Canal. Hey, you know, the cool just passes to everyone. <laughs> I'm sticking to that. I'm sticking to that. Today on, uh, on Box Cutters, we've, we've got a fantastic show. No intro, though. No intro. <laughs> so oh, my God, what are you it. doing? We're going to talk about uh, some shows during the week, the summer schedule yet again. What a burden. <laughs> what a burden. I, I don't know. I kind of think it's the best and the worst. Yeah, sometimes. Hmm. Uh, I'm going to be talking about sitcoms. Because I'm so angry! Uh, talk about Stat, Tommy Lee, some I Don't Buy It. Yep. Which, you know, is just, I think it's my favourite segment. Really? I think I Don't Buy It is my favourite segment. Mm. Uh, and then uh, some new shows, you know, regular stuff. We'll close the show, we'll end it, we'll go home, maybe open a beer. You'll listen. Yeah. yeah. Get down in the night market, maybe do some Christmas shopping. It's that time of year. Maybe, although... Got a party uh, to go to? If anyone wants to check out uh, littlerunningbear.com... Yeah? Ackland Street is dead to me. Ackland Street, St Kilda, dead. Uh-huh. Dead to me. I'll be checking that out as soon as we get off air. And uh, you can uh, always email us, hooray, at boxcutters.net. That's been Boxcutters for another episode. <laughs> Thanks, Thanks for, for listening. listening. <laughs> The Golden Globe uh, Awards were uh, announced this week. Yep, nominations. Nominations, but also the uh, American Writers Guild Awards. Oh, okay. The nominations for those were also announced this week. Are they orgies as well? Uh, no, they're just orgs. Orgs. Are they uh, film and TV? Because the Golden Globes is both is always exciting being both film and TV. Uh, these ones, well, the, the, the nominations that I've got here are only TV. Oh, okay. Only okay. TV. And uh, for a change this year, yeah, uh, for the first time ever, they're producing uh, nominations for Best Group Writing okay. a Series. Okay. So uh, nominations in, in those categories are for Dramatic Series, Deadwood, Grey's Anatomy, Lost, Six Feet Under and The West Wing. Well, how many, how many years have writers gone unacknowledged because they've been part of a group uh, in previous years? Yeah, well, heaps. But, and, but also... Uh, I mean, it, wouldn't it be the exception to the rule that, that you have a single writer? Well, yes and no. I mean, these, these shows all have individual episodes written by, but then, you know, storylines are always a team effort. There's always a group of people around a storylining table working the episodes out. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then these are pretty much for best overall written show, I would oh, say. Oh, really? That's, that's a good idea, rather than singling out rather than sing- an episode. Yeah, so they, they have... Individual episodes, mm-hmm. and then they also have the whole show as as a whole. So then they've also got uh, comedy series, Arrested Development, Curb Your Enthusiasm, Entourage, My Name Is Earl, and The Office. And this is the NBC version US of The Office. Office. Yeah. Oh, okay. Is that really going off over there? Because uh, one of the stories that we talked about last week was NBC uh, putting up video on iTunes and talking about The Office, and that was the US Office, not the UK Office. Mm. Yeah, so, you know, they must be pushing it. But then... It's up to its third series or something? Se- I, second. Uh, second series. Okay. It's Definitely. painful, though. Have you seen it? 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's too hard to it's too hard to watch. Meanwhile, uh, Ricky Gervais and I am going to put a, a link up to this on boxcutters.net. Mm-hmm. If you uh, if you click on that, you will find Ricky Gervais's podcast. Okay. They're doing Ricky Gervais oh. and Steve Merchant. Yeah, so they're uh, they're doing twelve weeks worth of podcasting, and it's just them talking. Oh, really? But just it's audio. still hilarious. Yeah, yeah, just audio. Well, that sounds still fantastic. hilarious. Fantastic. Uh, but yeah, I thought that was interesting about the uh, the Writers Guild Awards. You know what else with the uh, Golden Globes is interesting this year? Uh, just uh, diverging off television just for a moment. They're actually doing a best film and best movie. What? They're, they're splitting up. They've got, they've got best... Uh, wait, wait, what's this in? Uh, this is the Golden Globes. So What's the difference? Uh, well, a movie, I guess, is kind of meant to be uh, less of a film. I don't, I don't know the difference, but they, they are they have split up they have split up the two. I uh, thought film was just a term that that they don't really use in the US. Well, no, it's best. I think it's 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 worded funnily, but like the the main one is best motion picture drama, and then the other one is best movie. Right. Maybe they're talking about movie of the week type stuff. No, no, no. It's 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 proper. Do does it, uh, we can check it out later if somebody has the age here. It's in the age today. Because okay, I don't have that on my. Uh List of Golden Globe Award nominees for New York Times. I've just oh, got okay. uh, Best Picture, Drama, and uh, uh, Best so Picture, picture Musical being or something, Comedy. Something that we're not even talking about out of films and movies. Yeah, so I don't, I don't know. Anyway. I don't know how that works. Oh, but no, they do have miniseries or movie. No, no, no. That's television. I'll back it up later. Okay. All right. <laughs> All right. In other news... And this is this is sad news. So everyone, put your sad faces on. Don't make me cry. Well, this is uh, from news.com.au. It was in the uh, the uh, Sydney Insider or whatever it's called, Sydney Confidential. In the uh, blah, blah, Telegraph. In the Telegraph, mm-hmm. they were the lovebirds who found each other on Big Brother. But it seems the reality of life together outside the house was no fairy tale. Marty and Jess have split up after just fifteen months of marriage. Oh dear. Who? Marty and Jess from Big Brother. Who? There was a whole television show dedicated to their wedding. There really? was? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what it's called? Marty and Jess get married. <laughs> <laughs> there really was. Marty and Jess split up. Oh, what, that's what? very sad. So that was last year's Big Brother? No, several years. I think this, they were in Big Brother 2, which would be uh, probably like 2002. Mm. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Uh, they, uh, uh, Jess said... We decided to part ways because we were living different lives. We also had different bodies and sometimes wore different clothes. <laughs> I may have added that last bit on. But no, she says we were li- living different lives. No, knowing Jess, you may not have too. Yeah. <laughs> we're, we're still great mates. It's not messy. We're just going in different directions. Oh. Well. Yeah. Which is, you know, it's hard to keep a marriage on when you're going in different directions. That's also, true. she did have to move to Perth for him. So. That's true. And she had to quit her Nova commitments. She uh, was doing quite well with Nova and uh, well, working her way up there. Well, she says that too, but and... I, you know, I never saw evidence of that. <laughs> but yes, she, she was doing work on, uh, on Nova in Melbourne and, and had to move to Perth and got rid of all that. But then again, she did get heaps of money for letting Channel, tel- Channel, Channel 10 whore out her wedding. So That's true, but not as bad as Beck and Lane. No, that's true. Did either of them, were either of them the winner of Big Brother? Uh, no. Well, Marty looked like he was going to win. And then he, in the last couple of days, got into a bit of a patch fest with uh, the uh, lesbian of the show 
who was more, I guess, more of a bisexual. And they say that affected his votes. And surprisingly, instead, Australia voted the most boring person in the House to win instead. Isn't that what always happens? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty much. Why do people keep watching? (laughs) (laughs) Wasting their money on votes. (laughs) Big news on Channel 10 this week. Uh, Channel 10's jumping into the morning current affairs slot. They're uh, they're producing a new news show, News and Current Affairs, between 6am and 7am. Right, that's a that's a good time slot. One one of uh, a very good resource online uh, for television gossip, uh, Terry Television, is actually stopping his blog because he's going to be working on it. Yeah, yeah, and oh, he, really? Terry yeah. used to Terry used to work for Channel Nine, I think, and then when he got let go from Channel Nine, that's when he started Terry Television, mm-hmm. and subsequently, yeah, now he's uh, he's stopping it because he's starting work on that show. And is this yeah. going to so so box cutters is going to be half the length from now on. <laughs> <laughs> is this going to start on uh, in January? Uh, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. And it's yeah. one hour of news and current affairs. Yep. What, what and is this going to be hard hitting news and current affairs? Yes, it is. And they're trying to. They're, they're going up against uh, Koshi and Sunrise and Today, and they're actually because that's going so much towards just fluff and mm-hmm. I don't know what 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 else you'd call this kind of garbage that people seem to watch in the mornings. Uh, they're actually going for proper hard news. And then seven o'clock comes and the cartoons start. Pretty much, I think. You okay. go or whatever. That- so, how do you think Tenor actually. Yu Gi Oh! Yu Gi Oh! is a great show. <laughs> I got hooked on Yu Gi Oh! Uh, you know, one of my young cousins was watching it. I've gone, well, what's this you're watching? He's gone Yu Gi Oh! And I've gone, well, what's happening? And he started explaining it to me. And uh, this was during a Yu Gi Oh! marathon on Foxtel. <laughs> and I sat down next to him and then I watched episode after episode, got home, whatever my housemate was watching, had to, uh, had to say, no, we can't watch that anymore. We've got to change over. Watch some Yu-Gi-Oh! Because it's amazing. And that's where I got the term Mind Slave from. If anyone uh, ever hears me say Mind Slave, that's where it's come from. How do you think Channel 10 is going to go introducing a a new genre to its programming that they news? (laughs) It's a, you know, it's something that they haven't haven't done news for a long, long time. They haven't really tried it before. (laughs) But it's got to do better for them than sitcom or quiz show. So, yeah. You know what else? There's a strong rumor going around that um, Sports Tonight and the news are like actually, news? yeah, they're going to late night news and sports night emerging. Oh, because they're so separate Kelsey as it Pries. is. Hey, there's they're so they're, separate, they're an hour, but they're yeah. an hour long. They're going to merge it into a half hour show. That's oh. daring programming, taking two shows <laughs> and making a half hour news service with sport. <laughs> are they going to do weather as well? Oh my god, that would just be so radical. Yeah, does that they put the weather after the sport? Ha! <laughs> oh. Does that that does that then mean that? Uh, up late game show comes an hour, a half an hour earlier. I this is coming from <laughs> no informed source at all, but I'm guessing that we're not going to be seeing too much of up late game show in the in the weeks and months I to actually, come. I actually watched some of it during the week. I saw it for the first time ever. Oh, really? During the week, and yeah, you know, it's ridiculous, and it's just you know, people are so dumb. But he works so hard on that show. Like, he, he does. He just has to talk nonstop. He does. He does. Come non-stop. on, guys. <laughs> Always with a big smile on his face. Always with a big smile. But then he says his name and I go, Yahoo now? <laughs> Fox TV are developing another real-time show. Okay. Hot on the heels of a 24. And when I say hot on the heels, I mean five years later. <laughs> uh, they're, they're developing a thriller called Crisis, which is about terrorists taking over a Miami resort. 
Oh, fantastic. Uh, and uh, it's written by the guy who wrote the film Boogeyman and directed by uh, the director of Wedding Crashes. It sounds reminiscent of uh, Nick of Time. Yeah. It sounds reminiscent of 24. <laughs> yeah, but, but like kind of just in the one location, Nick of Time was set in the shopping mall. Yes. Um, I think that was real time from memory. It was. It was well, no, 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 no. It was supposed it was, to be. Yeah, it was flawed real time. <gasps> there, was, there was 10 minutes missing somewhere along the way. <laughs> well, there's, there's like a really, really long five minutes, then a really short 10 minutes. <laughs> but that's, you know, that's, that's a whole other story. Uh, if you want to talk more about real time movies, you can, you know, check us out online, boxcutters.net. Email us, and uh, I'll tell you all about a real, real-time movie. But that's, uh, that's for another day. Uh, yeah, so it's, the, all of that's going to take place in a single day. Uh, they don't say how long the series is going to be or uh, whether or not they're going to be able to do it properly. Okay. <laughs> Chase. That's uh, a surprise. You'd think, they'd, you'd think they'd start the press release with, we're going to fuck this up, but... <laughs> <laughs> ABC comedy fans uh, may be disappointed to hear that there will be no more CNNNN due to CNN and their mighty lawyers from above. Oh. oh. But, no, they were very different. CNN is the cable news network mm-hmm. and CNNNN was the chaser non-stop news network. Yes. Clearly very different. Very different. CNN didn't like it. They're stopping it. Um, oh. However, it seems that the chaser news alerts uh, will continue on into next year. Well, they're oh, also okay. going to be doing a 26-week series of... I can't believe it's not CNNNN. <laughs> really? <laughs> yes, they are, they are doing a 26-week uh, series. I don't know what it's going to be called. Oh, okay. Oh, that's interesting. But I, I like the name. I can't believe it's not CNNNN. <laughs> you know, I'll, uh, I'll, I'll email them and recommend that. Readers of The Green Guide this week will uh, undoubtedly notice that there's an article about Futurama in there. And I just wanted to allay any kind of excitement that Futurama fans might get from reading that because there's some suggestion that maybe there'll be extra Futurama made on DVD now because it's been so successful with the DVD sales, etc., etc. This room has been around for four years. Don't believe it. All right. It's not happening. This, this was my other item. Oh, the okay. rumour I've heard is that The Simpsons are going to be in production. They'll be finishing up 2008, and at that point, Futurama will return. Really? Mm. I, I don't buy it. <laughs> yeah, you know, I'll, I'll buy that when I see it. So why is, fut- why is Simpsons finishing up? Because it's shit. <laughs> <laughs> it's run its course. And can I say... Look, if look, it goes to 2008, oh, it, it, is it knocking off all records? Pre- preaching to the converted here, but how much money are they making off it? Oh, yeah, it's, it's, it's still $100 like dollars a day. three years of production left. Yeah, I, I, don't, I don't buy that they'll be wrapping up Simpsons any time soon. Can I also just point out with the uh, American Writers Guild Awards... Uh, there oh, are back to six, that old chestnut. Yeah, sorry. There are six <laughs> nominations for animation... Uh, first one is to The Simpsons, second one's to The Simpsons, third one's to The Simpsons, fourth one's to The Simpsons, fifth and sixth are both to The Simpsons. <laughs> well, there's not a lot of realistic competition for The Simpsons in the animated world. Really? What about South Park? Mr. Gar- Garrison's Shiny New Vagina is a hundred times better than The Father, The Son and The Holy is Guest it, Star. Is it realistic, though? Would, could they actually put that up? In, in the PC world that, that they find themselves in the States these days? Well, you know what? I think, I think awards should be for the best. 
regardless of you know, Deadwood politics. Everything. Deadwood's politics. listed in that. Would, would people, Deadwood's listed in that, and they say cocksucker and motherfucker more than I've ever heard in any television would, show would people, ever. Would people still know that South Park's on? I mean, other than ardent fans. Uh, yeah, well, it, you know, it's still on the on uh, uh, comedy but, network or whatever. But, but, but I would say this week's percent of people would say it's 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 gone. Like people, it, it, it's not as it doesn't have the cool cachet that it had when it first kind of came out, and everybody's saying, "Oh, you've got to watch this show." I, I think no, that's true. Yeah, but really, when it comes down to it, I don't think I don't think that I was watching South Park just because I wanted to be one of the cool kids. No, I know. But to watch the first episode of this latest series that that started two weeks ago on SBS, it was brilliant. It yeah. was just it was <laughs> it was just mind blowingly wrong. I, I agree completely. But I reckon there were thousands and thousands of people who were watching it to be the cool kids, and they're not watching it anymore. That would be my point. Right. Well, uh, speaking of uh, the cool kids... <laughs> Screw them. I'm going home. <laughs> to watch South Park. Speaking of the cool kids, and, uh, and, and, and we're, we're slowly running out of time. <laughs> slowly <laughs> running out of time. Uh, just a, a quick one. Uh, British television has uh, have, have very strict rules on how advertising can be used on television, and they're not actually allowed to have any product placement in their shows. Mm-hmm. And uh, they have to have a certain number of minutes between ad breaks and still no more than 12 minutes of ads in any hour of television. Uh, This goes against a lot of EU regulations and EU courts are looking to overturn those bans on British television. Well, you know, they can have the regulations, but still the commercial channels over there have to compete with the BBC, and the BBC doesn't have any advertising. I, I thought that that was why uh, your Channel 3 and 4 actually uh, kind of lay out their programs with part one and part two, and they only have one advertising break, because BBC has nothing. No, it was, a, uh, it, it was actually because that's how advertising is regulated in Britain. Yeah, but I don't think that the commercials are actually going to put on any more ads because they'd be hanging themselves. Well, I think they will. Because I've never known a network to knock back money. This also (laughs) means that, uh, that certain people are going to be using cars in their episodes and those cars will be sponsorship cars. Uh, that Can we use a car in our episode? <laughs> Can we get a sponsorship car? Yeah, yeah. I've, uh, I drove here in a BMW. Oh, that'd be great. BMW. What a <laughs> lovely drive. I wish I had a BMW. I don't. I don't. That was all lies. Sorry, BMW. You know, without, without actually getting the product <laughs> for the placement, it just it comes off sounding really bad. It, yeah, it does. <laughs> it does. But uh, I think that's, uh, you know, I think they're going to ruin British television, the, the way EU are, are working. But... You know, they don't really care about British television. They want Britain to convert to the euro and they're going to be on their backs until that happens. Until that happens. In uh, Anybody else have any news before I just, you know, rail through these last two? No, that's fine. Uh, 24 fans will be... Uh, do you, Brett? Go. 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 Just start. Tw- <laughs> 24 fans will... Uh, I'd be pleased to know that there's going to be a bonus on the season four DVD release. <gasps> An extra hour. <laughs> the, the lost hour. <laughs> Between 4.30 and 5.30. They lost an hour. It's actually uh, going to be an extra 10 minutes oh. of uh, Jack Bauer on the road, uh, on the run, oh. at the end of the fourth season. What? So this is going to be a prequel to the fifth season. What? They're, they're making a special 10-minute short. The end. The end of... It just showed him like it was like sunrise, and he was, he was walking, walking through off. like rail yards and stuff. 
That's going to go for 10 minutes. No, no, no. We're going Great to see, bonus. We're going to see a few of his adventures in within 10, 10 minutes. Ten minutes. He, he stops in and picks up some liquor and some hookers and uh, <laughs> they have a good time. I, I wish I could run my life on 24 time. <laughs> it would just be so much more effective. I, you know? I would love to shave in 30 seconds flat yeah, and then be know, up on a helicopter. You know, I'd love that. And just sort of say, I'll be there in two minutes and, and be there in two minutes. Lastly, because we haven't had enough of, of family-based reality television shows... The Jacksons, Michael Jackson's immediate family, trying to make a pop comeback. But not Michael Jackson himself. But not Michael Jackson himself. And they're basing a reality TV show around it. Music producer Corey Rooney is behind the project. I don't know who he is. I've never heard of him. And uh, it's going to follow the sons of Jackson's brother Tito as they try to resurrect their 1990s boy band, 3T. So it's it's so it's none of the the successful female Jacksons. It's no, 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 no. There's uh, there's there's Tito Jackson. the loser Jackson four <laughs> that, but, that could never really make it. But they're also going to uh, receive some advice. And would you really take career advice from Latoya and Jermaine Jackson? Um, no, I wouldn't. Have Have you guys just quickly been watching any of um, Growing Up Gotti? No. No, I haven't. I've seen I've seen a little bit. This this is the perfect example of why you can't just put a camera there and just shoot anything and put it on TV. This is appalling, appallingly bad television. Well, what the hell is the ABC showing it for? Then? Well, who knows? She's unlikable. Her sons are unlikable. The whole thing's unwatchable. And I would suggest that uh, the Jackson reality TV show will probably be along the same wavelength. I can't wait. <laughs> I cannot wait. Man, there's some really bad radio shows on, but you know they're really, really bad when they have to be a podcast that, like, absolutely no, not even the shittiest community radio station in the world can play them, and they have to do a podcast. Helen? Oh, hi, I'm John Safran, and you're listening to Box Cutters. It's a podcast where all the winners are. <laughs> Good on you, Mr. Safran. Taking you back to next week. Last week. What did I say? Did I say next week? Taking you back to next week. Well, you know, it's been a long time since I've done this, but I'm leaving. As as the big King Kong juggernaut kind of rolls rolls along and and goes into full effect with all the publicity, we've had a couple of King Kong specials on this week, and. It was just interesting. I don't know if either of you watched either of them. It was interesting seeing the contrast between the two of them. Uh, on uh, Tuesday night, I think it was, on the ABC, we had David Stratton interviewing Peter Jackson, a uh, half-hour special, and I just thought that was fantastic. Uh, Stratton, again, showed that he's, you know, a master interviewer, very, you know, subtle in the background, very interesting stuff about Peter Jackson, all that kind of thing. The flip side was on Sunday night, we had The Making of King Kong, <laughs> on Channel 10. Right. How do these shows get on television? They're filler. They're, you know, they're almost... Well, it, they're free. It goes through... It's free programming. It just basically goes through the story, bit by bit by bit. And it's got Peter Jackson saying, oh, and then uh, they go on a boat, and then they end up at Skull Island, and then this happens, and then that happens. So it's basically a precy of the whole film. So, yeah. So I don't know why. Anybody so what time was that on, on Channel 10? Six o'clock. On Sunday evening. On yeah, Saturday. I mean, usually they're on at like 11, 11.30 at night. Um, so it's, it's unusual that it's that early, but pff, what are they going to do? They're not going to put news in there. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, maybe now they will. Maybe now that 10 of the news network, that's, that's what they'll be doing. Yeah, that's... 
I don't know why they show those shows. No. And uh, I don't know why uh, David Stratton still uh, appears on air with Margaret Pomerantz. Because, you know... An <laughs> She's interview, dragging him down. She, she really is. <laughs> an interview like that, where David is, you know, so good at asking the right questions and yep. just letting his subject speak. Yeah. And when you've got someone like Peter Jackson, who has really thought about King Kong since he was 12. Well, the interesting thing was there was only a very little snippet about King Kong. Most of it was, you know, just his career leading up to. Which is, that's what you want to know. Yeah. Well, that's, yeah. you know, well, that's, that's, what, what, that's what the buffs want to know. Yeah. But then again, maybe, maybe the people want to know, ooh, I wonder how they got such a big monkey. <laughs> that's true. That's true. And that's so there weren't any the questions about, so how did you shed all those pounds? No, no, but he is looking remarkably different, isn't yeah. he? Yeah. Well, he's still, you know, unkempt. Still and, scruffy, but and the scruffy, hair's shorter the, and he's slimmer. And Yeah. But he looks a bit he looks a bit funny in the eyes now, I reckon. He looks a bit crazy. Well, he oh, had no, the laser like, job, didn't he? Yeah. He, oh, really? Think, well, he never wears those round spectacles anymore, so I guess he must have. Oh, he's, he's a new man. Oh, yeah. Wow. Three really big hit films and he's changed. <laughs> Speaking of giant monkeys, Survivor. <laughs> <laughs> Finished up during the week. Uh, did either of you... Guys, what I, I did. I, I jumped Brett, on mid-season yeah. after speaking with you guys uh, on Survivor, and I, I figured that I came too late for for any of the outstanding Survivor that you you guys were talking about, um, which I think might have been about. Did they did they mention in the reunion show that there had been mudslides and and shit like that going down in Guatemala? And so they were they kind of had to deal with the elements. No, and so that no, might have think, been what the whole happened. trek was about, and the rolling of the eyes and the back of the head. And I think that happened after, like in between when they uh, between when they filmed it and when the uh, when the reunion special was. Yeah, because the the mudslides in Guatemala were say a month ago. Well, the best that I saw. They they didn't live up to your you guys' ratings. Really? What, what about that? Those last two challenges, or well, not the not the very last challenge, but the second last challenge was really full on. Which, Which was oh, it hang had on the, to the rope on the, the no 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 this giant maze. The giant maze. You had to run through the giant maze and find your puzzle pieces and run upstairs and go across a bridge and jump over a dragon. It and was it was a pretty <laughs> it was a pretty cool looking maze. Yeah, it was. It was. It was, you know, yeah, for all sure, that. But, I, thought was, yeah. I thought that was impressive. Uh, it's a maze. But you, you were talking about uh, big monkeys. Are you going to talk about Judd? No, 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 I wasn't. That was just that was just a segue. Right. Uh, <laughs> what I did want to mention, though, is um, a lot of people often say to me, you know, how can you watch reality shows? How can you watch shows like Survivor, that kind of junk? I think I know? got sneered at by my girlfriend. For watching it. For watching it. You see, that's that's the kind of reaction you get. What are and we doing? <laughs> You're not watching this crap, are you? Exactly. Exactly. It's, it's the you, same you thing you and I like get it. for saying we don't like Donnie Darko. Yeah. Yeah, it's the reverse. It's the same thing exactly. I get for saying I don't like Six Feet Under. Oh, I don't like Six Feet Under either. Yeah! Finally! <laughs> uh, but there was a very interesting challenge, uh, not in the last show, but in the previous show on the Friday night, yeah. uh, which was what we were talking about earlier, Brett, the car challenge. Yes. Where basically what happened is uh, the winner of this particular challenge was going to get a car. Now, there's a supposedly a car curse where they've done 12 seasons of Survivor. Whoever's been given the car has never gone on to win, to win Survivor. And so they gave the winner of the, uh, the winner of the car the option to give up the car, forgo her prize, and give cars to the other four to the other four contestants. And 
people don't understand, but this is the kind of thing that I love about Survivor. And uh, I just love watching people. And because at this point, ostensibly, they're all playing the same game, right? They're all playing the same game as Survivor. And you think they're probably all thinking pretty much the same way. But the girl who won didn't even give a thought to giving up the cars or giving everybody else the cars other than how it would affect her. You know, she thought, if I give away the car, if I keep the cars, can I still win? If I give away the cars, you know, can I still win? All that kind of thing. Whereas on the other end of the spectrum, you've got Rafe, (laughs) who didn't even for a second consider that she wouldn't give up the cars. And And the whole time she kept saying, he, he kept saying, I would have given the cars away. Yeah. I would have given all of you guys cars. How, how often do you get to give away four cars to people? Never, unless you're Oprah. <laughs> <laughs> and everybody else was kind of somewhere in the middle. And this is, you know, this is the kind of thing. I, I love watching people in these sort of situations get, you know, have to make these sort of decisions and just the way that different people think about the same situation. That curse, though, is a, a little bit dodgy because in Survivor All-Stars... Boston Rob won the car, decided to take Amber with him on the reward, and Amber also got a car. Uh, yeah, yeah, I agree. But I don't what, think they uh, ever told anybody that she got a car. But she didn't. She didn't win the car. No, she didn't win the car challenge. Say, yeah. But it's you know it's a little bit dodgy. It is a little, little bit dodgy. Bit dodgy. Uh, also, just uh, just while we're talking about television from last week, I'll mention The Apprentice. Oh, yeah. And yeah. Uh, I loved your, your message to me, Ross, which was just <laughs> a little SMS at the end of the episode. Awesome. When uh, when Trump just went to a whole team, you're all fired. Yep. It was fantastic. It was really? There were, two, there were two people left on either team. And, uh, and uh, you know, he says to, to one of the members of the team, you're fired. And then Arla, who everyone had tipped to, to be a finalist, yeah. definitely starts to, to stand up and walk walk out and Trump says, No, Arla, sit down. You're fired also. <laughs> you know what I like so to s- was it your all fired or was it just two of them? There, well there were only two of there them. There was only two of them. But, but when you get down to the final four, firing two in one hit, that's pretty significant. Yeah, that's it. And then I like how they usually they usually show whoever's successful walking back to the suite in slow motion. And instead they showed Trump <laughs> walking to the suite to inform the other two that they were the only two left. So they showed him in slow motion and he was doing his uh, Trump stagger. That was pretty good. You know what I'd like to see with The Apprentice? I would like to see mental patience. <laughs> or failing that, <laughs> failing that, just ordinary, everyday people. Because you couldn't, you, they wouldn't do a worse job than these supposed, these people are the best of the best. And week after week, they come up with shit. You want to talk about mental... We, we had Amorosa. We had Stacy. We had Marcus. No, we had but, Dan. Or Danny. What, yeah, what but I'm saying, you we, know... We've had them. Yeah, but I'm saying, you know, quit the illusion that, oh, we're taking the best of the best and just say, this year we've got a team of the best of the best versus a team from <laughs> Lockdale Mental Institution. <laughs> <laughs> because... Like, did you see their ads from... They, they had to come up with a 60-second promo for Microsoft. And they were both just shit. And the poor Microsoft people are sitting there going, yeah, thanks, that was very interesting. Oh, Jesus, I hope the other one's better. And then the other one's worse. And then, you know, they really have to compare shit to dirt. <laughs> yeah, and, yeah. And, they, and you can see them going, well, they both tried really hard and... They didn't have a hell of a lot of time. And, uh, and the first one didn't make my ass bleed nearly as much. Let's give it to them. It was, it, 
it's you know, but this this series of The Apprentice, I think, has been the best so far. Oh, definitely. It's just without a doubt. But you know what we were saying? They kept all the they kept all the psychos to the end, pretty much. But it's a pretty boring last two. It it is, and uh, I can't believe he's not Kwame. Is definitely going to win. I reckon. <laughs> Box cuts, 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 cuts. It's hot, and that can only mean one thing: summer schedule. It is. It is the summer at the moment. Just a couple of things of interest. Channel 10 continue to screw around with their programming, uh, going against kind of conventional logic that it's summer and nobody's watching anyway, so who cares? One Tree Hill got one episode before thought, it was... I thought that's what, you know, in the same way that Five Days to Midnight has five episodes, One Tree Hill has one episode. <laughs> oh, well, that makes sense, yeah. What's One Tree Hill? Uh, it's, a, it's a teen soapy. Kind of, oh, OC. Overseas. oh no, overseas, overseas, kind of um, like the OC. Like the well, you see, the OC was was run for a little bit over summer, and then it kind of just disappeared, and then suddenly it's the hot teen series of the world ever. It, but you see, that's because it was originally screened on Channel Nine, and so that's Channel Ten's publicity. I think Channel Ten's uh, Channel Ten's publicity do do a fantastic job of making. Whatever they have just seemed very exciting. I remember mm-hmm. when um, Marie Cardi was in, she was talking about that, saying, you know, OC and Last Man Standing were rating about the same, but, you know, because Channel 10 were pushing it as this really cool show, the OC gets kept and Last Man Standing doesn't. Because Channel 10 does that great thing of uh, perception is reality. Yeah. Well, very interestingly, on Tuesday nights, uh, there was a new show series called Strong Medicine. Uh, Strong Medicine only lasted two episodes. And it got yanked from the air, oh. and it's been replaced by Charmed. Now, right. now Charmed has been on on a Thursday night at ten thirty, languishing kind of in this, you know, in this late night spot for three or four weeks. Channel Ten haven't said anything about it. Now they've moved Charmed into this strong medicine time slot, and suddenly there are ads for Charmed all over the place. <laughs> saying, You've waited for it to come back. Now it's here after four years. Something, something, something. <laughs> Thinking, yeah, but it's been on for three or four weeks at a different time slot, and you're not advertising it. Strong Medicine was was very bad. It was very bad television, was it? Yeah, I wasn't enjoying that. At oh, all. okay. Well, I've been watching a few of the uh, of the new treats that the summer schedule has been showing up, and there's been uh, been a few great ones. On during the week, there was Man versus Beast, which was on during during day, and it was billed as a documentary. <laughs> Now, I was a little sceptical about this, <laughs> and, and it, I guess it wasn't, it wasn't exactly a documentary. It was trying to discover, you know, answers to age-old questions like, who will win a tug-of-war, a sumo wrestler, <laughs> or an orangutan? <laughs> and you won't be surprised to hear that the poor sumo wrestler got pulled off his perch and into some festy-looking water down below. <laughs> Imagine Clint Eastwood standing over the orangutan going, Now, Clyde, <laughs> you pull on that rope. It, Turn it, right. It, it, was very, it was very well put together. The orangutan seemed very pleased when he won. <laughs> High clapping above his head and all the like. So, so that was great. Uh, I want them to repeat that show. I can't believe I missed it. <laughs> well, the next day they had Man vs. Beast 2. <laughs> Maybe you can download it. Do you reckon uh, BitTorrents would have it? I'll, uh, I'll have a look during the week. <laughs> Another great one that, uh, that I actually caught quite a bit of because I was waiting for Letterman to start is uh, Race to the Altar. Oh, now tell me about this because I've, I've, I've seen it 
scheduled and I've, I've never really picked it's, up on it. It's Fear Factor meets Battle of the Sexes. Because they, they, have to, they have to pass certain tasks. They do physical challenges. This one they had to kind of, they were on a swing thing. They had to swing over the edge of this skyscraper building, throwing hoops to their loved one and the amount of hoops they caught, you know, the one who caught the most hoops got to become the power couple. And then if they, if they don't win a challenge and they don't get to get married, is, is that well, no, one I think... of them gets sent to Siberia? And... <laughs> you see, that would make it much more interesting. No, I, just, I think if the eventual winner gets their dream wedding. Right. But they intersperse the physical challenges with so-called mental challenges, which is kind of, you know, they get all the couples together and they said, oh, you know, we've asked your spouse a whole lot of questions. You have to guess the right answer. Which of your friends would your spouse like to sleep with? <laughs> So that's like celebrity tattletales, but dumber. Yep, yep. Wow, um, I never thought I'd see the day. So, and this is an ongoing series, and at each at the end of each week, they eliminate one couple. So, it'll be interesting to see uh, who eventually gets married. Oh, I wonder if it's me. <laughs> and another one that they're showing, uh, they've, they've seemed to have coupled this up a bit with Arrested Development. This is a sitcom, and I was saying a few weeks ago about uh, you know Just Shoot Me being the perfect name for a show you know that really kind of uh showed the feelings that it gave me uh, another one is uh less than perfect which is kind of the polite way of saying this is just garbage it's you know it's not a very good show and it's a shame because she's a really talented comedian oh is she who yeah is, who is she uh, you know what i can't remember her name but i've seen her i've seen her do comedy yeah and she's really good Okay. And it's it's just another case of, well, we've got this great comedian, we've got an idea for a sitcom, we've let's got, uh, shove them together. We've got Andy Dick. Yeah, and oh, Andy Dick. D- That's who Rafe was reminding me of, Andy Dick. <laughs> I was just thinking, oh my God, he's Andy Dick. <laughs> <laughs> With a bit of a red beard thing. <laughs> Andy Dick, kind of heavily sedated, maybe. <laughs> yeah. Andy Dick. You know, I, I don't know why. I don't know why Andy Dick. No. That's... The whole question is why. Well, in, in this show, he seems to be basically playing the same character he played 10, 15 years ago on news radio. Yeah, pretty much. Pretty much. But obviously, and he's too much of a liability to give a whole show to him. Or maybe they were just burnt by their experiences with uh, the new Get Smart. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> or maybe it had something to do with his drug convictions. Maybe. You know, could, could be any one of those things. But yes, that, that show is less than perfect. It is. It's a great deal, great deal less than perfect. And that, uh, that's a perfect segue for us to uh, go into some talk about sitcoms. Oh, oh what's going on? It was almost the perfect segue. It was. Some, for some reason, Microsoft thought that I wanted to edit the name of that card that we just played. You know, bless them, but don't they control our lives enough? You look like you're writing a letter. Can I help you with that? <laughs> you look like you're writing a letter. Can I help you with that? No, I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not writing a letter. You look like you're writing a letter. Can I help you with that? No, I said that was very dear, as inexpensive. You look like you're writing a letter. Can no, I help you with that? No, go away. Hey, uh, this week... Uh, Fox decided to cancel a show that they've only shown four times over the last two months. Oh, yeah, they really gave this one a chance. Fox Kitchen... on cable here, we're talking about? No, Fox in the Space. US. Thank you for clarifying that. I, I just get confused because they're all one mess to me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All one mess. Uh, Kitchen Confidential, oh, which gone. was based on the uh, Anthony Bourdain uh, writings. 
about a, a guy who takes over a, a kitchen and uh, and basically has adventures in the kitchen of a restaurant. And uh, they showed four episodes of Kitchen Confidential, three of them at the very beginning of the season back in September. Mm-hmm. And then they took a break because of the baseball. Mm-hmm. And then they took a break because of sweeps. And then last week they showed an episode and... Uh, they changed the format considerably. I mean, it, it was now a, a much wackier comedy. Oh, okay. But... Zany? Uh, well, not zany, just wacky. Okay. Uh, you know, it, it was it was a, a lot more heavy-handed in the comedy and the jokes than it was in the past. In the past, it was, it was subtle and there was a little bit of heart mixed in with comedy, uh, add a little pepper and serve, mm-hmm. pretty much. And now... Uh, this, you know, this was just, hey, we're doing jokes and, and playing practical jokes. And it was one of those episodes where, uh, you know, two groups of people just keep playing practical jokes until uh, they keep escalating, until, you know, someone goes too far. And uh, clearly they went someone too far. Someone loses the night. Well, someone loses their schedule slot. Right. Which, and I'd uh, be more fun. It, you know what? And I would mean that somebody would still be has, watching has, Kitchen Confidential. Has this come from anybody One-eyed. that we know or uh, any major famous people in it? Uh, it did uh, star. Oh, I did have in it the guy who played Xander from Buffy. That was pretty much it. Oh, okay. You know, a couple of people who you'd recognise. Yeah. The little boy from uh, Freaks and Geeks appears in it as oh, yeah. Yeah. a nineteen-year-old, and Myers he's skinny and weird looking now. <laughs> uh, but he, you know, he played the Apprentice Chef, and the, there were some great actors in it. I mean, yeah. it, was, it was a really good cast, not really well known. But a really good cast. It didn't, however, have a laugh track. Ah, uh, interesting. Much like Arrested Development, which has just been cut down to 13 episodes instead of the 26 that we had been promised. And, uh, you know, I doubt that's going to get renewed again next year. Yeah. Also doesn't have a laugh track. Not doing very well on US television. Meanwhile, How I Met Your Mother does have a laugh track, has uh. had 10 episodes. Two and a Half Men is on its third season. Joey is on its third season. And I watched some of Joey during the week. And my God, that show is torture. Absolute torture. It is. It is. I want to know, am I being too picky? Or are comedies with laugh tracks dead in the water and people just don't realise it? Well, What's going on? I don't, I don't understand. Why are all those people laughing? It's gotta, yeah. There's got to be somebody enjoying it. <laughs> I just, I really don't understand. It's lame jokes upon lame jokes that they, you know, force some laughter through. And then people go, oh, I'm supposed to laugh at that. And so they do. Didn't, didn't you just answer your own question before you asked it? What did, what did I say? Well, you're looking at all the shows that have been renewed and that are doing well that have laugh tracks. And whereas all the ones without laugh tracks are getting canned. Yeah, so, so laugh tracks clearly not dead in the water. I mean, I I, I, th- I, I thought agree. that we had progressed because there were all of these shows starting without laugh tracks. I mean, Scrubs didn't have a laugh track. Uh, you know, King of the Hill and Simpsons never had a laugh track. Uh, Office, The Office didn't have a laugh track. In Australia, we've you know, Kath and Kim and uh, and the Games and Frontline, they never had laugh tracks. We seem to know where to laugh. That that's true, but, but you're, you're picking the only three sitcoms Australia's had in the last ten years. Yeah, but also the only good ones. Yeah, but, well, the only ones at all that have lasted more than, say, three episodes. Well, true. True. I mean, but that's it. These ones have lasted more than three episodes. Yeah, yeah. Whereas uh, in the States, 
it just seems to be exactly the opposite. I, I can't imagine Americans liking sitcoms without laugh tracks. But why? 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 That's all I'm saying. Why? Why? Send your answers to... <laughs> why? Why? At boxcutters.net. <laughs> or hooray. Send it to hooray at boxcutters.net. You know what? I, I was just... It, that was a lament about the sitcom. Because... I love the concept, but I think it's being killed by stupid people. But I mean, look at you know, look at Arrested Development, one of the certainly one of the best shows on TV at the moment, and, and the fact that it's it's been cut down to thirteen episodes clearly means that nobody's watching it. But personally, I'd say it's you know it's groundbreaking and very exciting, and you know, and admittedly, the first four episodes, first four or five episodes of this season weren't crash hot, but then of uh, which the second or the third of the third season? Oh, okay, okay. That uh, the fifth episode just aired last week on, uh, yep, on Fox in the states, and admittedly, not as good as the other two. Still, a lot better than pretty much everything else that's on television. Yeah, and there was a joke at the end of the fifth episode that just made all of the other stuff really worthwhile. Yeah, and just you know hit you in the gut and made you laugh. Uh, for five minutes after okay. it finished, okay. you know well, Chris, that's the sort of thing that they're doing. Because I've been surprised that there, there's really—I don't think there's been any drop off in the, the start of the second series. I've just seen now the first four episodes of the second series, and they've—they've they've all just been brilliant. Yeah, equally, and it's equally as good as the first it, series. It is it is really strong. The second series, yeah. Third series, not so much. But also at the same time, when you get to the end of the second series, you'll see how Fox really screwed them up. Right. Uh, as far as the, they just tried to pack too much story into the end because suddenly they had three episodes less. Ah, uh, okay. okay. So I don't know what's happening with the sitcom. I lament for it. I wish uh, it would get better. Get well soon, sitcom. Uh, but apparently there was an article in the Green Guide saying that it's going to be saved. Sitcom will be saved by Stacked. Pamela Anderson. Hmm. Well, uh, maybe that'll come up later on in the show. Maybe it will. Speaking of things coming up later on in the show... We've got I Don't Buy It, Shopping for Love I'll be talking about, uh, some new shows, and uh, next there'll be some squeaking of the door. And after that, Brett will talk about Stacked and Tommy Lee. This is Marie Cardi, and you are listening to that fluffy white cloud of goodness box cutters. <laughs> Stick it in the fire and eat it. <laughs> Yes. Stacked. Ross apparently had to leave the studio because there are people out there having cake. That's cake. There's cake. Oh my God. What am I doing here? Stop the show. (laughs) Quick. Looks like good cake, too. Stacked and Tommy Lee. Pammy and Tommy back again on screen. You might have seen them before. Have you guys uh, checked, perused uh, the video that. uh, I have have not seen. No, I I have not seen that video. I've seen other videos. I've seen uh, old old episodes of uh, Home Improvement. Tommy Lee wasn't in those. I've seen some Motley Crue videos. <laughs> yeah. Pamela Anderson wasn't in those. What? I haven't seen the two of them together. No, you haven't. No, you haven't seen the boat footage. I haven't. No. I haven't seen. But I hear that he steers the boat with his cock. <laughs> and I go, well, that's impressive. Not only a drummer, also a great boat pilot. <clears throat> so I guess that. Uh, it, uh, and I'm just blanking. Is it Channel 9? Channel 7. Channel 7. I guess that Channel 7 executives have uh, have seen the video that they're in together because they've decided to program Pammy and Tommy together, one after the other. Right, and this would be uh, Pamela Anderson in the sitcom Stacked. 
Yes. And Tommy Lee in the reality series, Tommy, Tommy Goes to College. Yes. Uh, which they're, they're quite different from each other, but uh, it's it's very much about Pammy and about Tommy, respectively. Um, Stacked is, is uh, a fairly kind of average uh, quality US kind of comedy thing, not much going on for it. Um, apparently there was a, a bidding war once uh, Pammy signed up to star in it. Oh, really? Um, and she's... I think I saw executive producer credit for her. Well, that, um, that, that would make sense. I doubt that she'd she'd have to have some sort of additional credit other than just acting. And it's uh, it's been created by uh, one of your favourite people, Ross. Oh, Steve really? Levitan, who created Just Shoot Me. Oh, fantastic. No wonder. I, I just With this, I just can't get over the, the cleverness of the name. It's called Stacked. Because she is. But no, it's about the books. No, it's about the bookstore. That's just genius. It is that genius. That is genius. It is genius. Um, Pammy pretty much plays herself from, from everything that I can, I can make out. Um, she's, she's blonde. She's a bit of a bombshell. Uh, women uh, despise her because she is so. Men can't stop themselves drooling. Because right. she is so. Apart now, this from is this is her fifth television series. Um, can we go through them? Stripperella. Well, no. Hang on. Home, Improve- Home improvement. Charles in charge. Was she in Charles in charge? No. Oh, what are you doing? Because <laughs> the other one from Gwendolyn Baywatch was is. in Charles in charge. Yes, she was. And then she had uh, a terrible eating disorder oh. l- later on. Yes. Uh, <laughs> Home improvement. Baywatch. VIP. Stripperella. And now this. Stacked. Yeah. That's fine. The, yes. That's, I can't remember where we were. I, we've, I just, we've gone on like three different tangents. I just started just saying, to... this is her fifth television series. Can you name all five? Yes, I can. <laughs> um, so so pretty, nothing really new there. I mean, Stripperella was, was quite different. Stripperella was great. But it's only ever been, as far as I've picked it up, after midnight here. Or on the Comedy Channel on Fox. Or at seven o'clock in the morning where they put Ren and Stimpy yeah, I remember that. Yeah, I remember that. It was weird and wrong. Very weird and wrong. Um, Tommy Lee goes to college. Uh, is is following Tommy Lee going to college it, um, and putting him through his paces? Uh, obviously, kind of going out for for the marching band. And uh, I can't wait to see what else they sent him out for. Marching band required him at being down at the the field at six o'clock in the morning and you know he's a rock star and he's not used to getting up at that stupid kind of hour right and, and, <laughs> and but he's I'm a drummer he was going to be he's drumming sold in the... millions and millions and millions of records and so he's he's got his little gear that that slings over his shoulders and and he's trying to drum away with them but he's shit ass ah right because he can't drum like marching bands he, drum he, you know. he can only drum Rock and roll. Exactly. And they're not very impressed with all the tats, but they they figured that the uniforms go down to the wrists and, and so they won't actually be able to... But he'll have to take the piercings out because oh. he can't be a bad boy right. in what the about, marching band. What about the smoking and the bourbon? Uh, I don't think he's doing that. What about the uh, following women around with camcorders and... Nope. Telling them to lift their tops up. Nope. Yeah. Which, no, apparently no. Was how, which apparently was how he started the, uh, the Motley Crew show. 
this week. Yes, yes, it was. It was. He uh, he did ask a bunch of Australian women to uh, to lift their tops up, saying how much he loved Australian titties. <laughs> but <laughs> no, were you there? <laughs> no, but oh. I so wish I was because I'm such a fan. But no, he's far too busy studying. He's quite oh. a swatty. He has to he has to pass college, man. Come on, right? Yeah. In how many weeks? Uh, um, uh, I'm not sure. Stacked as five weeks, five episodes in the first it's, series. So it's kind so of it might like be a double. When Homer Simpson goes to college? Um, It's a little bit like that, which was pretty much just back to class, uh, Rodney Dangerfield. Back back to school. Back to school. Back to school. Uh, Oh, you know, it it looks funny. I think it's this week. It looks funny because uh, he has to swim for some reason and they do this great shot with all the buff kind of college swimmers in their Speedos and then they get to Tommy Lee and he's covered in tattoos. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's hilarious. I can't wait. I think it kind of just... <laughs> oh, I can hear quotes coming up. <laughs> my, issue, my issue with Tommy Lee Goes to College is um, that it, it just follows the formula that uh, we've seen before with uh, The Simple Life, with uh, yep. Paris Hilton and Nikki... Uh, Webster. <laughs> <laughs> now, that would have been worth watching. <laughs> Richie. Richie. Oh, Richie. <laughs> I had to think of Lionel Richie's name to be able to get it. I can't wait for Paris Hilton and Nikki Webster. (laughs) And newlyweds. uh, And and over the week you might have heard about uh, the newlyweds becoming newly divorced heads. Yeah, I can't wait for that show to come out. Um, Um, But it's perfect. Sorry, just on that perfect programming by Channel 7 this week. We've got Nick and Jessica, tour of duty, (laughs) live from Iraq, (laughs) scheduled for this week. So. That's but it's, sad. it's basically the formula of let's find somebody famous and we'll make a reality TV show and it'll be entertainment because they're stupid. Yep. Yeah, that's and people can laugh at them and yep. it's going to be really funny. And and you know what I think's worse about this is it has obviously just come from the Simple Life or something similar and well, they've the just Osborne's. gone. Yeah. How? Can, who's really stupid? I oh, know Tommy Lee. Yeah. And I'm not. I'm not even sure that Tommy Lee's that stupid. But you know, he's, he 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 has a lifestyle that that they obviously want to set up uh, the conflict between his lifestyle and and his commitments on on campus by sending him out for the swim team and for the marching band team yeah. and and just kind of push him to places that he's never been before. So we can laugh at him some more. Yeah. Uh, you know what? I don't buy it. <laughs> yeah. It's, <laughs> but there you go. There you go. I'll I'll be checking out the uh, the second episode uh, tonight, which is Thursday night, and uh, if it changes, I'll let you know. Yeah, I can't okay. wait. <laughs> Are you one of those that follows follows the ads? Hello, this is Ricardo Montalban. Get me a jury and show me how you can say in July and I'll go down on you. Where's the sly look from? The sly look, sly look, sly look. Uh, that's uh, from an American uh, telecommunications company ad okay. uh, that I, you know, found on the web. But then also in there, I just realised, and I'd forgotten about this, but I put the uh, good on your mum tip tops the one ah. really early on. Oh. From the Dermot Dermy days? No, Dermot no, Perry? from the uh, this is from the muffins ad with the uh, with the British uh, uh, oh, soldier oh, guards. Good on marching. Your mum tip tops. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The muffins. <laughs> yeah. There's that, uh, Ross. You, what don't you buy? I've got a couple of ads this week that I don't buy. It's 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 
it, it's it's more of the confusion issue is back again this week more than you know not buying it because I just think that the ads are wrong. So you mean a bit of a what the? Yes, yes, exactly. Although we, we don't buy it, Brent. Yes. <laughs> First one is we could get in trouble for that. And it's, and it's, it's crap anyway. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the first one is an, is an ad for uh, the Tint Professor. Uh, <laughs> I've seen this ad. Are you sure? Because Tint Professor's got quite a few ads out. Uh, really? Moment. Okay, okay. Well, you know, talk me through it. Okay, there's two cars parked side by side. And in one car is the young, cool couple, and they're obviously parked, mm-hmm. and they're making out, and it's all very amorous, blah, 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 blah. And in the car next to them is... An elderly couple, and the elderly woman is staring at the couple who are making out. Right. And then the girl from the couple kind of turns around and notices that, that they're staring at her. So she kind of taps her boyfriend on the shoulder who's somehow still kissing her. And <laughs> <laughs> he turns around and kind of gives the old lady, you know, a bit of a snarl presses the automatic windows of his car, the windows start to go up. The old man in the other car starts clapping like a seal or circus, some kind, or like the orangutan out of uh, Man vs. Beast. Oh, that's, that's my favourite show. <laughs> and the woman in... The old woman puts her window up and then they go, Tint Professor, for all your tinting needs. Have they still got the jingle? Yeah, yeah, they had the jingle, and then but then they go and then they go back to the shot of the two cars, and they do a tilt from the cars up to this beautiful blue sky, and that's the end of the ad. That that is confusing because the the last ad for the tin professor was uh, get your cars tinted, and then this woman with large breasts will wash it for you. <laughs> do, do you remember that? That that was the whole gist of the ad. If you get your windows tinted, uh, a woman with large breasts will wash your windows. Yeah, yeah, and and. In between those, they've also had a, a 0055 kind of imitation ad. Yes. Yeah. So if if anybody can if anybody can explain to us, you know, what that Tim Professor ad actually means, just send us an email at hooray at boxcutters.net. Another one that I don't get is the new Holden Barina ad. Have you, have yes. you seen this? I was going to talk about this. There's, there's, they're, they're on a New York come kind in on of a rooftop basketball rooftop court. basketball court, and there's there's a team of uh, team of cool black basketball players who obviously own the court, and one of them's like spinning the ball on his finger, and it's like you know play here at your own peril, and they've got you know some uh, some very loud piece of music, you know like I like to move it, move it or something playing in the background, and. I don't, does the car challenge them to a game of basketball? Yeah, yeah. Is that the what ca- happens? The car pulls up. <laughs> There's this driverless car on the rooftop on the basketball court <laughs> that pulls up next to them. The guys playing basketball clearly take take this as a, a challenge. Come on, I'm going to take you on. I, we, we, we can beat the car. Me and you, one on one. Do it now. Right. But it's not a talking car. No, no, no. no. It just sits there. Right, so idling. They, I assume. They, you don't hear it idling. <laughs> no, you don't hear it. Well, it's, it's just got very there. quiet idling. I think that's what the ad's about. <laughs> and so, and so the, the, the shit-hot best basketballer on the court goes, oh, yeah, I'm going to take you down, yep. Biatch. Yep. Goes up. The, well, the car, the car starts playing, and the car starts winning. And it starts, you know, passing to itself by opening its various doors and knocking the balls and then hitting it in via the back 
the hatch by the hatch up. popping up driving around people slam dunking whatever whatever else a car yeah. can do clearly it was traveling though yeah <laughs> how am and the guy just keeps getting more and more frustrated and like all the supporters are like oh yeah go car because the car's finally beating this guy and all this you know all the girls in the crowd because clearly girls can't play basketball no. are like yeah go well, car not against a car <laughs> and then there's this one ridiculous shot where the car's rolling the ball around on its hood and the really shit hot basketball player is standing there trying to defend it <laughs> and i'm thinking just take the ball off the car's roof. <laughs> so, yeah, I don't know. I, I, I definitely don't buy it. I don't know. What, like, seriously, what are they trying to say with this ad? This, this it's car. just that agile and you can you can drive it around on your basketball really? court. Really? I think... And, and if, you, if you've got a lazy afternoon, you can play one-on-one with it. <laughs> I think they're saying, beware the barina. It's clearly possessed. Oh, okay. A la okay. Christine. Yes. Christine played some mean basketball. <laughs> But you know what? I don't buy that either. Box cutters. I saw shopping for love during the week. Yeah. Now this is. Or, a, we, or should that be shocking? Shocking, for shocking for love. <laughs> shocking for love. <laughs> uh, this was. Uh, we talked about this last week. Essentially, it's just an ad with some try-hard romance thrown in. Uh, I have this to say about it: uh, the contestants. Uh, losers who just looked so uncomfortable on screen and had no idea what they were supposed to be doing. It was uh, sponsored by Chadston, uh, the fashion capital, and uh, and Virgin Credit Cards. And uh, the whole idea is that they go to Chadston, the fashion capital, with $1,000 on a Virgin Credit Card, buy something for, uh, for the, the woman from three specific shops, not from any shops, only these three specific shops. After rifling around in the girl's apartment. For After, you know, sniffing her undies. Yep. And, uh, and then they go and they go, well, you needed some clean undies. And, then, you know, <laughs> they're supposed to spend $1,000 on her. It really is a, a show for losers, by losers, <laughs> of losers. If you want to catch that, when's that on? Uh, that is on Wednesday night, 10.30, 10.30 on Channel 10. It's called Shopping for Love. You know what? I'm bored with what we've got on television. Oh, yeah? You're bored? I'm bored. You know what I want? What? Some new new. shows. Ah, very nice. Nice segue. Well, there's there's a couple of new shows this week. You ruin it when you say nice segue, though. (laughs) The, the people, the people that's, at home didn't tell. know. That's it's, like that's it's like, supposed to just be so smooth. It's Ross. like okay, we're the talking laugh about track. panties, and suddenly it's like the laugh track. Shows. People are going, "Oh my god, that was a good segue." Trust me, <laughs> people at home. <laughs> maybe, maybe we should add a laugh track. Oh, I'll see if I can hunt one down. All right, I reckon that'd be worth doing. Uh, I still like that bit from Is It Annie Hall? <laughs> the people are all dead. <laughs> A couple of new shows this week American Dad has its uh, premiere in Australia For those of you who don't know American Dad is the new animated comedy From the creator of Family Guy Yes Who is? Uh, A a guy, Wunderkind Hooray at Box Cutters (laughs) Send us your answers (laughs) Um, One one week we're just going to be doing 70 minutes of Hooray (laughs) at boxcutters.net Please send us emails The only way we're going to stop sending the email address Is if you start sending us emails Yep, that address again Hooray (laughs) at boxcutters.net And we're not going to get our facts right So (laughs) keep sending us uh, corrections 
That'd be good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because not very many people know this, but Tommy Lee, astrophysicist. John Saffron? Woman. Just, right. <laughs> <laughs> right. We're just, these, these are facts that we don't get correct. Oh, Bruce. right. <laughs> That's, That's what we're doing. because I was completely lost there for a bit. Right. Uh, family, the, yeah, the creator of Family Guy. Uh, has a new show called American Dad. To me, they seem quite similar. I haven't seen American Dad. Josh, you're saying there's a bit of difference. There's, there's a little bit of difference. But it's a family. They've got a talking pet. It, it, just, it just all seems the same. Yeah, but the talking pet is a goldfish. Yeah, but it's still a talking pet. Yeah, but it's does not it, as, Does it's, it bubble talk or does it, is it just clear? I think from memory it's got a weird accent. Ah. But the baby, It's different. The, the baby's got a weird accent in uh, Family Guy. That, you know what? I think it's because of the baby that I hate Family Guy. Oh, really? so that baby is just weird and unnatural. But that's 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 the humour of it. Isn't a bit like it? the baby in Dinosaurs, not the mama. No, because that baby <laughs> still acted childlike. This baby is just creepy. <laughs> it's Alien. Just, yeah, I just I just can't get it. Anyway, that's showing. Uh, that's premiering tonight. If you've listened to our guy uh, to our box cutting show very early, or Thursday nights from nine thirty to ten thirty, they've got Family Guy followed by. American Dad. American Dad. When did we become our box cutting show? <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to episode 15 of our box cutting show. On, uh, on this week's Stanley Nice. <laughs> on Saturday night, I don't know much about this, but it looks brilliant. Uh, sports disasters. Ooh. Oh, I saw the ad for that. It looks like the most horrible show ever in the history of television. Is, is it all just like that old, uh, you know, that old... Bit where the wide, guy runs wide into world of the sports. Yeah, where into the guy the runs into the into the pommel horse. Yeah, yeah. Because wide world of sports used to have uh, sporting disasters, but they weren't so much disasters as just you know crashes and stuff. These are actually disasters. These are things in flames and you know burning bodies, people running Soccer around. Have they, and, yeah, um, the have, they, have they put a wacky soundtrack under it? Probably. <laughs> if it's got a wacky soundtrack, it's worth watching. <laughs> okay, well there you go. <laughs> uh, Sunday night on the ABC, big night. Uh, Brett was mentioning last week about the at the movies summer special. That's screening on Sunday night at six pm, uh, oh. an hour long. Margaret and David going through all the big movies of the summer and lots of interviews. So then we go to the news and I, I, I was hearing uh, Adam Hills talking about a special Christmas uh, yeah. Spicks and Specs yeah. and then at 7.30. Yeah, special. And that's an hour long too. And that's, that's also on Sunday. Sunday night. Speaking of Christmas specials, uh, Christmas Day will be a repeat of the Ronnie John's half hour Christmas special, which was that last episode. Oh, oh, I can't Fantastic. wait. Is that going to be it. all? So is that just going to be repeated constantly on Christmas Day? Is that <laughs> yes. all of Channel 10's Christmas Day program? That's it. That and the panel. Can't wait. Oh, yeah. I can't forget the panel Christmas show. <laughs> When's the panel's Christmas show? Oh, I don't that'll know. Be, that'll be Christmas night as well. Yeah. Oh, hooray. We've got sponsorship from these people. Also, also on Sunday night, uh, Josh, you might be able to tell us a little bit about this one. Threshold, new series? Yes. It is a new series. I've, I've <laughs> have, you, have you seen any of it? I haven't seen any Can of it. Can you tell us anything about it? There's yeah. nothing in my mind. All I know is that I read something about it today uh, going, oh, yeah, I have to remember to talk about that on the show and clearly didn't write it down. Okay. As always, so it's, it's, it's it a new show about alien encounters. Oh, yeah. Nice. Uh, yeah. And, uh, so. and it's meant to be all right. Yeah. Just all right. Better than Surface. Better than surface, which I, you know, I'm not too fond of. Yeah, mm. but uh, you know, not as good as other things. Yeah, the end. That's that's, <laughs> that's the end of new shows for this week. 
G'day, you're listening to Ed Phillips here from Temptation across the Nine Network, and I am special guest of the Box Cutters. Love the guys' show, love all three of you. God, you're funny. Never miss a show, and like, sometimes if I do, they make tapes of it on the internet and then send it to me. Uh, no, there's no quiz, Brett. I don't think I've got any quiz. I think we needed a longer ID for that. <laughs> no, I didn't. You kept asking any quiz, but I was I was making funny signs to Ross. <laughs> Stretch. But, but also, Stretch. you asked you asked at the beginning Stretch. of the show if there was any quiz, and we said no. We've got no quiz questions. There oh, are no oh, quiz I've questions. I've got a quiz question. Well, all right, fine, but we've got nothing to give away. <laughs> Name all five uh, shows that Pammy Anderson has been involved in. <laughs> <laughs> Can I win this one? Yeah, give it a try. All right, uh, Twin Peaks. <laughs> Yeah, family ties. <laughs> no, that family ties isn't. Twin Peaks is a joke about Pamela Anderson's very large breasts. <laughs> family ties, I don't get. Yeah, you'll have to That's, see the video. Um, bam, bam, boobsled. <laughs> <laughs> Beatles about Pamela Anderson's breasts. Now it's just <laughs> just making stuff up. Uh, I wish Beatles about you know was back on TV. What? Jeremy Beadle's a tool. Yeah, I know. I know, but you know. It's, it's like it's like wishing for Noel's house party to come back. Oh, and then that Mr. Blobby could be on it. <laughs> oh, Mr. Blobby was funny. <laughs> I, I never, you know what? I never got either of those shows. Never got them. We're getting double Doctor Who's uh, every weeknight, I think. Yeah, that's uh, true. Six o'clock on yeah, the ABC. Old, old Doctor Who's. Old Doctor Who's. They're up to the post uh, Tristan from All Creatures Great and Small Doctor Who, mm-hmm. so. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Who is. Uh, 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 you know what? I've just forgotten his name. And you know what? On Saturday night, but he's the least the least favourite of all the Doctor Who's. Yeah, and he only lasted one season, and then Sylvester McCoy will be taking over, and then oh, that'll, okay. be, that'll be the end of it. And uh, on Saturday nights, we've got uh, Spy TV. I don't know how many more of these candid camera type shows we need on TV. None. We need none of them. Less than none. Can you have less than none? When are we getting the new episodes of Punked? Uh, <laughs> I don't know, but Punked is up to its sixth season. Six seasons of Punked. Oh yeah, there's so much to catch up on. That's been Box Cutters for episode 15. We're finishing bang on time. Wow. It's a miracle! (laughs) An absolute miracle. Thanks for joining us. You can email us, hooray at boxcutters.net. Check us out on the net at boxcutters.net. My name is Josh Canal. Ross McQueen. And my name (laughs) is Brett Croffley. And we'll continue to be... Join us for our special Christmas episode next week. Same bat time, same bat channel. And hey, while we're thinking about the best shows of 2005, let's be careful out there.